Why are you sitting on the ground? This is where I live, little man. Hey, we gotta get going, pal. Why? Well, in retrospect, I made some really bad choices after high school. Yeah, we, we gotta get going, buddy. Why? Well, this was during the so-called disco era, but for me, it was more the uh, doing mushrooms era. Oh, okay, we're gonna miss breakfast. Why? Never really thought about that, kid. I mean, I was never Mr. Popularity in high school, and uh, I watched Fantasia a lot. This is the 50 Shades of Boucher podcast. Warmed up. All right, we're good. Um, I can't remember. That's all right. We're good. We're good. Fucking smoke them if you got them. <sighs> fucking do the last little couple, you know, minute or so. And yeah, man, I'm a big fucking nerd. You see that card collection over there in the corner? <laughs> uh, it's fucking all Naruto. <laughs> Oh, it was hey, that's my daughter loves that. So, dude, if you have you, I know uh, I've asked you before. Have you gotten into Absolutely. it? And you said your daughter. Um, uh, yeah, show her, show her these. She'll fucking think this is sick. Oh, uh, that's that's like my my uh, my dude, my Jiraiya and, and and Sage mode. I I fucking love it. Okay, hanging with Bobby Boucher and Sydney. Oh, Sage mode. Yeah, no, dude, it's like my favorite arc of the whole fucking show. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, if, if you, if you, uh, dig, uh, if you can dig any of that stuff, man, Naruto's the one. <laughs> it's like railboat bonds, dude. I was no, told. that's her bedroom. That's her whole bedroom. <laughs> You know, I, that was the thing. Yeah, I'm staying in the room, and that was all that was her wall. Oh, oh yeah. so she loves, it, loves it. those cards. Uh, those those cards. Uh, I, you know, they sell for a decent amount. You can actually oh, sell yeah. them and oh, shit on whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, the the market who fucking the place who sells those exact brands quit making them, and everyone mm-hmm. had a chance to catch up. So I can't sell the ones that are. Oh rich. right, right, right. Oh, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> so I have like one, some of these. I'm using them as coasters. Um, so I was like, "Fuck it, they got plastic on them. I'm gonna put them in an epoxy. I have a bunch of multiples of mm-hmm. some of the nicer ones. I'm gonna put the nice some of the copies into molds, and I'm gonna use those as coasters for the pod. There you go. I gotta be different somehow. I totally. <laughs> and I got the sports stuff up to blend, so some people are like, "Oh, this is cool. This guy's a sports guy." And then you look down, and you're like, "There's nothing sports on here." Hey, man. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's. You should almost rename this show The Rabbit Hole with Bobby Boucher because that's the one thing, and I've told you this before, that I love about your show. You know, forget Rogan, listen to Boucher. You just take people and you guide them down a place where you don't think, you know, everybody's like, hey, it's the sports governor, Vince Wright. But we very rarely talk sports, right? You know, like or when you have Sal on or, or Nicoletti comes over. Yeah, you'll talk a little bit of hockey and, you know, football with Sal, whatever it is, right? But 
it's the other conversations and that's what i like about hanging out with you and being on your show and listening to your show as well because thank you well it's well it's like any other show it's like whether you agree or disagree with a guest or a take or whatever you're entertaining and you bring up topics that get people that are like hey man i I never thought about this before interesting you know let me yeah let me yeah i've never thought about that let me check this out when i get yeah when i get conspiracy uh conspiratorial it's fun um, oh, you, yeah, well, the, the, con- the conspiracy shit. stuff is always fun because, you this, know, who doesn't love sh- a good conspiracy? The sexual shit I've done, I know that's like a that's a niche. There's only so many people who want to talk about Adam-22. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you know, but you still make you, it fun. You, you got to do that show every once in a while, too, though, right? So, I was going to ask you. But for me, I, I love, you know, I've always been, I've kind of been a regressing conspiracy theorist there's something for your show no it's it, no I, a, I'm, a regressing conspiracy theorist um or maybe just with jfk because you know i went down ooh, to dallas I like how this is starting this I, is a good start i went down to dallas and like many other people spent a couple days over in dealey plaza you know, taking the tours, going up and, you know, the thinking book about depository. You, thinking about how you take the shot. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, you're up there. You know, you, you kind of sit there and go, okay, well. Hmm, okay. He, okay. It, it does look pretty right, open. Right. But. There's no tree branches in the way. He's got right, that going right, for Right, right, right. But for me, Boucher, what it was is I get down there and I'm walking behind the picket fence. And, you know, just like I guess it was back then, it's pretty much it's a parking lot, right? So you just walk down to the picket fence. I was kind of shocked how close that picket fence is to the road. Right. I mean, it's it's like right there. You know, it looks a little further in that in the films and, you know, the stuff that we see. But it's right there. So that was the first thing that kind of stuck out to me. It's like, hmm, okay, so if I took the shot and I get, you know, the conspiracy is the people that were back there are secret CIA and they were waving badges and shooing people away. Yeah. And multiple but, shooter theory. And, yeah. And, yeah. For multiple shooter theory, because obviously with the back and to the left, the infamous, you know, JFK film thing back and to the left, that's where it would obviously the make sense for, for the shot to come from that sends your head back and to the left. Yeah. But like I said, so I was I was kind of shocked at how close the road was like, wow, if I'm firing a shot or two, the big-ass rifle, you better be damn quick. Right. Because, I mean, people are right there. Then I go upstairs. You know, I'm taking the tour and walking around. It's a self-guided thing. So you can't – they have plexiglass around the actual window, right, where they say Lee Harvey shot from. So that's all plexiglassed off. So you can't get to the exact spot, and they – Kind of reconstructed it to what they think, you know, with the boxes piled up, kind of the sniper nest set up, right? Yeah, yeah, how he would have set, right. how he would have set like, a, a level playing ground for him to Exa- make the shot. Exactly. So, but one of the things that I noticed is the Texas School Book Depository building looks huge on TV and on the films, but once you get in there, it's not that big. And, and what I mean by that is, so I go to the corner – where the shot was supposedly taken. I'm like, okay, there's the exit stairwell that they said he ran down. Yeah. I went over there and walked it. It's like, you know, yeah, I, you know, some of these timelines either can make sense or 
maybe don't make sense. And also from the window. So let's say, you know, here's the window Harv Lee shot from. You can go to the next window over. Okay. So you're a little bit off, but you still kind of get the distance. Yeah. And even though you're six on the sixth story, it's not that far. Like down, you mean? Yeah. When you see it visually. Right. Yeah. Down. Where it was like, wow, man, wait a minute. Because the one thing that I've never, even when I kind of bought into all the conspiracy stuff with this, I never bought into that timeline that they always would try and say, like, you know, how can you fire, th- what was it, three shots, six seconds, whatever and it bolt, was. Was it bolt action? Bolt, Did they say Yeah, that? bolt okay. action. I think the timeline is, is <clears throat> not what we have been led to believe either. Yeah, well, that could be misstruded too, because like you, people right. in panic. There's things that just there's things right. that unless you're documenting, like, oh shit, it's six oh five, he was right. shot. Right. Like that's you know that's all hearsay. Exactly, and then they try and say, well, you know, they they play that damn uh, cops dictaphone. I think it was called back in the day, which is nothing but static. I don't think how they've tried to make anything out of that was complete bullshit. And. So and then I just kind of start walking around and this and that and taking in the visual. Now, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. Anything's possible. But, you know, if in the game of Clue, you know, at the end of the game where you kind of give your synopsis, okay, who did it? I'd have to say just for me, and I know everybody yeah, out yeah. there will not agree, but for me it's Lee Harvey with the rifle in the building. Well, it's very possible that he did it. Mm-hmm. You know, that he he made a shot that counted. Right. But the idea the c- real conspiracy is like is there multiple shooters right. and 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 okay, he it it's it's kind of like Epstein. So there's an act that goes on, but who's behind it? Right. H- who is right. who is buying or doing the things and, and, and orchestrating exactly. this? Exactly. And and for all the people out there, yeah. Listen, man, I hear you. I don't know what the hell happened with him going to the Texas theater. Jack Ruby killing him. Yeah. All the other stuff. And I get it. There's so many coincidences. There had to be something, Who right? Were, yeah, he was a Russian. Right. This or that. Or Cubans or this or that. There's yeah. so many. But I will tell you what, no matter what you believe, if you are ever in Dallas, Texas, make sure you go to Dealey Plaza, two of the best days I've ever spent because you have every conspiracy theorist set up. Yeah, set up down there. And, dude, they got videos. They got their own published books. They got this and that. And they sit there and they'll they'll talk all day with you. And, you know, so that was the thing. I'd go down there and I'd go over to dude's table and be like, I think it was just Lee Harvey. What? What? Oh, man, listen, look, on page 16 of my book – that's pretty sick, though. Oh, there's there's one dude that was trying to show me video of a you know, um, a dude in a sewer. Yeah. On the other side of yeah. Dealey Plaza that popped up and did all this stuff. My high school health teacher played us that documentary. It's yeah. a it's a documentary that you can watch, and they they talk about having a guy right, behind right. the fence. Lee Harvey could have made the shot. There's a guy in the sewer. Um, and they talk about the angles of how the, the shot went through and right. if it either came out. Yeah, The, the, then the we, guy in front of him also was shot. Uh, right. The shot went through and, and hit him as well. We go over to a friend's house one night for dinner and drinks and hanging out and stuff. And then all of a sudden, um, the lady's fiance at the time, they're married now, great guy, cool dude, all this stuff. You know, we're sitting there talking and, you know, doing our thing. And all of a sudden, he's like, you know, you know that was friendly fire, don't you? I was like, friendly fire? 
And so he's one of the guys that, you know, the the Secret Service guy had the the machine gun. He wasn't supposed to have the machine gun. Oh, Somehow, they, yeah, it goes off, bit, bam, boom, he hits the president, all huh. that stuff. Yeah, and and sat there, and we talked about it for an hour and a half. I mean, you know, just like we're talking now. He's, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Everybody who believes in whatever their conspiracy is defends it to the dying day. Yeah, yeah. So it's always a good time to, to sit there and talk, whether you believe it or not. Right. But – um, and there's always a point too. You can't talk with a like a tongue lashing about it. You, right, right. You know, some people talk down to hey, you as they do it, and I'll go fuck you. I will I never do it. that. Yeah. I, I, you know, I could, because again, I I have believed in it, and there still may be parts of a conspiracy to this. I mean, I'm not totally yeah, no, blowing no, that sure. off for sure. But I think I do think Lee Harvey was one of the riflemen. Oh yeah, yeah. 100%. You know, for for the conspiracy theorists out there. I think he, he was the fall guy, it. if anything. If, yeah, if anything, it, he was the one who, for history-wise, right. will be known as who shot JFK. But what I would recommend for people is to kind of go out there, take the tour, look at this stuff yourself. And like me, I think you'll be kind of amazed, you know, because you see it on the Zapruder film and you've seen, you know, all the, the documentaries. Yeah. You always see it on TV. But when you get there in person and the distances change, like I was at the picket fence, Bobby. I felt like because there's a an X in the middle of the street, right? Yeah, where, yeah. Where the fatal shot happens. That's funny to drive. Can they drive over it? Yes. Can... Oh, traffic does all the time. That's so. That's crazy, the thing babe. because there's a red light up here, you know, and the, you you remember how it kind of comes down in that little way yeah. that it does. So yeah. the traffic lights here, people will run out to the X and take pictures and do this. This light changes. Everybody runs off. Traffic goes. Oh yeah, it's a Jeez. it's a it's a main street still. Jeez. So, um, but I was at that picket fence, and I, I felt like I could have just touched that X, and it's out in the middle of the street. That's again the how close it seemed. Yeah. As opposed to how you see it on TV. So that's all I'm saying, people. No, I get I mean, you. It, it, you know, definitely check it out. And um, if anybody else comes on who has been to Dealey Plaza. Let us know about yeah, it. Yeah, hell yeah. I was thinking how funny, uh, you know how like popular things happen or like when dudes like film something, uh, like a Pornhub will reach out and be like, we'll give this guy a job. It'd be so funny to think nowadays if Zapruder had that film, he'd be like offered to be like, you can film for Pornhub. <laughs> this, this was fi- this this choke scene was filmed by Zapruder. Yeah. And he's got... He- <laughs> Back and to the left, honey. That's how I was was laughing. Because it's always like a snowplow guy save Uh, somebody. And like, uh, you know, X videos is offering the guy a job to plow his way to a new life or some shit. And Um, and, how funny. And if you, for for the Bigfoot people out there, here's another conspiracy. Yeah, you see that video was fake as fuck. Dude, (laughs) listen, I grew up. You know, now I grew up in the 70s, so Bigfoot, when when we were kids, Bigfoot was from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And then there was the Yeti over in Asia, you know, okay. up in yeah, the yeah. Himalayan mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. So my daughter, who loved all these Bigfoot shows, she still might, I don't know, but she would watch all these Bigfoot shows that are on TV nowadays. And, of course, there's Big Bigfoot everywhere, every state, every part of the country. And it's like, come on, man. I mean, if, if there were that many out there, somebody would have killed one by now. We would have saw it. Yeah. So on, so forth. It's so, like the dodo bird. We'd, we would have seen it by now. Right. And it's so gone. on these shows, you know, they go out there and they're camping and, you know, of course, out there at their little night lights. And, oh, did you hear that? And, oh, they, you know, that's 
yeah, that's the sound of the Sasquatch and blah, blah, blah. It's like, come on, people. But yet, these shows are on TV. And I grew up in the 70s, like I said. So Bigfoot was like scary shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, like literally, ooh, let's never go camping in Washington or Oregon or like yeah, Northern Harry California. And, Harry and the Hendersons made everybody Bingo. soft on Bigfoot. Bingo. He's a lovable guy. Yeah, Bigfoot will fuck you up. Um <laughs> And he may be out there again. I I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time in the woods. He may be out there. But I think at this time we would have seen a Bigfoot. Somebody would have killed. We would have got a better video. Everybody's got a goddamn fucking cell phone, man. A $20 uh, drone with a camera. Exactly. Exactly. Better than a fucking. Put some heat sensors on that bad boy. And let's see if there's something walking around at night or something that's not a bear or some shit. No shit. You know. But yeah, I, so those those two for me, uh, yeah. Now in the Amazon, I think there might be one. That's where I, I always think like you 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 don't know what you'll find in the jungle though. They right. find lost cities all the time, not all yeah. the time, but they, you know they find ruins Again, and shit like that. Boucher, I'm I'm up for anything, man. Yeah. I am I am open to anything. Just I'm just saying. saying from the evidence we have. Oh been yeah, there's presented, no big for, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, now again, I don't spend a lot of time in the woods. But, again, that's the one thing I love about the Boucher podcast, being on Fifty Shades, man. This is the type of shit we wind up talking about. I love going down the rabbit hole with Boucher. And I try not to go too far. I know because, <laughs> like, I, I can go nuts. I can go to lizard people and be like, yeah. Well, no, somehow, we were talking awesome. about this, though, before we started because it's like, you know, I do a sports podcast. So everybody always hears me talking sports. So it's nice yeah. that we always have when we come on Fifty Shades that we always kind of talk about other things. I mean, you know, we talk a little bit of sports and stuff, but – it's always just a joy to be here, my friend, to just kind of bullshit with you and go do what we do. That's very nice of you, and it's also very nice of you to say that twice and this time while we're recording. So it's <laughs> stuff I can use. So, like, it's even better that you, like, reiterated that. Point. Right, right, I appreciate right. that. That has to be a drop that I somehow drop in at every episode to be go. like, this is approved. No, uh, the only sports question I had for you, um, I think they well, – well, two, actually, two. I thought about it. Um one is what is it like getting to like go on field and, oh, and be right. like up and and because that would that would make me want to clean up my act and, <laughs> and be a part of actual media, right? Because that part is cool. You're yeah. not like the level of which you go to like you're not just an asshole in a closet speaking your right. ideas. You're actually getting to go and be around the guy, even just being around them and seeing them at a practice, seeing them at a talk. You know, they're right. they're at a conference. You're actually there to like. To, you're getting a sense of the culture and all that. Right. W- what's it like to just be a part of like? I got a pass. Here you go. Hey, I'm here with this. You know, this group. It has been a lot of fun. It has been a eye opener, and the whole. So let's just kind of back up, and the whole way it came about was. Um, our good friend, Miss Nadine Babu, and shouts out to Nadine and the folks over at uh, GopherHole.com. Nadine came to me and asked me if I would like to cover Gopher football this year. Um, she kind of wanted to take a step back, be more of a fan this year, and enjoy hanging out with her friends as opposed to having you know, yeah, do the whole thing, get up every every Saturday, right? It, it, you know, all that stuff. And she does so much work with her tailgates. I mean, you know, I call her the queen of Gopher tailgates, and her tailgates are legendary. And she raises money for for charities and all this stuff. So I think this year she just wanted to kind of chill out and just kind of enjoy the scene. She's not doing the tailgates as much and everything. 
So she came to me. Obviously, I do a sports podcast, and it is a great opportunity, and that's what she said. She said, this is going to be a very good opportunity for you um, to not only get your name out there, but, you know, you'll, you'll be credentialed through Gopher Hole and this and that. And it has been an absolute joy. It has been, you know, all the cool things that you think about, yeah, being on the field pregame and, and after the games and all that stuff. Um, it's phenomenal. Being up in the press box, sitting next to all the people that you watch on TV and yeah. reading the newspapers. They're, have you got to ask a question? Um, I have to ask a question. I have not kind of – I got to kick myself in the butt here. Yeah, I got to get But there's a hierarchy, a though. You have to let the certain people well, hit first, right, or well, no? Well, not necessarily. I think, you know – no, actually, um, because here's the thing. There's a lot of there's a lot of podcast people there. Um, there's a lot of folks that have their own podcast that cover Gopher sports, and that's literally how they're making money and things like that as well. So the podcast element, along with regular reporters, there's not really a line there. If you're in that media room, you know, you just pretty much ask the question. PJ is going to answer it. Okay. So I, I, I get – so busy kind of doing the social media aspect in terms of filming and posting and trying to get that out right away for yeah. go for hole that yeah i like the next home game that's what i told myself was like yeah i gotta get a couple of questions in here nice you know things like that. even just one to get going exactly have exactly. you thought about asking him funny things <laughs> just just to break up the monotony and separate right, right. yourself and exactly. then maybe your second question is Hey, Coach, we had a good laugh. Now about the fucking, right, you know. Yeah, quick follow-up, yeah. PJ. Quick follow-up. How funny, though. He would love it, though. Not a bad like, idea, Boucher, but, yeah. And he, he'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, you're with Gopher Hole, right? Hey, know. Coach, if I brought a cooler <laughs> of ice-cold Diet Cokes, how about uh, next time I get up into, like, round I top think five in questions? Coke is a sponsor. You know, they yeah. come out and they do the product placement. Well, doesn't he Coke drink the there. Diet Coke every time? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I thought it was Diet, yeah. It might be. That's funny. But um, it, it's been a blast, and I am very appreciative to the folks at Gopher Hole. Um, Nadine in particular, obviously, she is a, a, a very good friend, and she's just a very sweet person. So for her to allow me this opportunity has just been, you know, very cool for her. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been a learning experience because now, Bobby, um, I'm part of the press for football. And I got to kind of watch myself even on social media, like with tweets and stuff. You yeah. Know, like, um, yeah, I, you know, I imagine. Right. So, um, yeah, I won't get into it, but um, I put up something one day that shouldn't have been posted and we were notified and, oh, you wow. know, yep, took it down right away, of and, course, this and that. But And they can mess with your credentials? And oh, oh gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, yeah. And was yes. this like a yeah. was this just like a, a social thing that was posted? It was, or was just it a social anti- thing to kind of get the word out about uh, one of Nadine's tailgates, but that's the thing now you got to realize you're part of the media you know so the gophers don't want their people out there like hey we're out, uh, your reporters are out here drinking and having to you know a right. blast and then coming in and trying to be professional right so no and not that i really ever drank a lot at tailgates i was just there really to be social and stuff but it's what the, I, it's how it looks and right, I, I, exactly right. so what i do is you know i'll go and hang out in the tailgate when I can morning games, I pretty much just show up now and go right in. But you know, the two thirty, and we've had these night games too. So you know, they've had the full six, seven hours to tailgate. Yeah. 
So I've gone over to like Nadine's tailgate, hang out there for a little bit. I'll usually go into the stadium two hours before game time, before kickoff, go up to the, you know, get my laptop set up, get all the stuff, you know, my chargers out, this and that, head down to the field because the Gophers do what I call a pre-pre-game workout where they just come out in their little tank tops and shorts and, you know, kind of go through some drills. Yeah, They go back in, get suited up, come back out for the the warm-ups that you're used to seeing them in when they're all, you know, in their full gear. Yeah. So get some film, make some comments there, and then get back upstairs and get set up for the game. Dude. And, yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of work, you know, because I'm, I'm doing it for Gopher Hole. The folks, you know, that are on TV and have newspaper deadlines, let's say. So I'll take you real quick through the night games, you know, start 637. The one started, I think, at 8, but – after that game, you got to go to the press conference. Okay, yeah. That takes some time. So the game ends. PJ's got his, you know, he jumps on K-Fan Radio. He's got a, probably an, another thing he's got to do. So you, you got to wait for PJ to come in. That can be 15 to 20 minutes after the game. Maybe sooner, later, whatever. And then they'll bring in um, players from the offense and defense after that. And depending, you know, the first night game, I, I was leaving the stadium. It was like. 10 to midnight oh you know okay yeah okay. so, yeah, so yeah. It, yeah it's it that's the thing so seeing it from this side my friend has been really really interesting and again i you know i just thank um the the folks at gopher hole because it has been a a very cool learning experience and being a, being able to interact with all those people that we see on tv you know um, you know, Charles Holloman over at uh, the Minneapolis Spokesman Recorder, the black newspaper in town. Um, all kinds of cool people, man. Uh, Drinking next to Frank Basilero. Uh, right. No, oh, yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, Reggie Wilson um, over at Channel 11, Pierre Nugent, uh, you know, always chatting with him from Channel 9. He's good people. Um, yeah, it, it's been a lot of fun. And again, it has just been a very cool opportunity. And I'll end it with this because the one thing that I always tell people, no matter what your podcast is, is to network. I mean, talk to other people that do podcasts. You know, if they do a podcast like you, especially, you know, talk to them, listen to their shows, you know, have them on, whatever, because, you know, get that's that's the how this whole thing came together for for me. You yeah. know, and and just being nice to people and and yeah, I, yeah I, all that stuff. So yeah, well, well, I met Nadine at uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Rib Fest. Mm -hmm. uh, is that uh, <laughs> is that the first time you met her, or had, how? Did I met Nadine in 2019, back when the Gophers were on that miraculous season and game day, ESPN game day, game day came to town. So I Penn State, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so okay. I was a co-host at the time of a podcast called the North Star Sports Report. Is that what we called it? Is that with Justin? And Justin me? and Matt. Gotcha. Gear. See, I'm I'm learning. Matty G, I'm Matt Gaffrey. Um. So, uh, <laughs> right, right. So Matt called me, and he was, you know, he's living up north, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I can get a, get you a." You know, pass a press pass for ESPN Game Day. I was like, "Wow, cool, That's yeah, most sick. definitely, yeah." So, let's do that. Let's do that. Went over to so the first gathering was over at the practice facility. 
And now, as Nadine would say, I would once I actually got her to follow me, I would always tag her in tweets. I, you know, I and I've done it with you, and you know, I'll send stuff out and I'll tag all these people. And Nadine was like, "You gotta stop tagging people in this." <laughs> but um, that's how I got to know her and who she was, and she was there. Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh wow, that's yeah, Nadine Babu, go for her all this stuff." And I and as I tell her. I very shyly walked over to her and introduced myself and, okay. you know, just talked to her for a quick minute. Hey, I, I love your tweets. I see, you know, you know, see what you're doing with gopher hole, um, blah, blah, blah. So we talked for a couple minutes, you know, you know me, Hey, can I get the selfie with you? So yeah, yeah, yeah. got a picture with her. And from that moment on, you know, we have just kind of become friends and she, and that's the thing about Nadine and, you know, the good thing about this social media side is, you know, hanging out with people like you and Nadine and Sal and, and the rest of the crew. I'm peanuts compared to the rest of the crew. No, well, please. But <laughs> no, I just I, I my interaction. Well, I say you, too many fucks on right. Twitter. But but the point is, is you know, getting yeah. to know people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, beyond their their Twitter feed. Yeah. You know, and becoming friends with these people as well. So yeah, for sure. Um, Nadine, one of the nicest, sweetest people you will ever meet. Um, always just, you know, so welcoming and, and that smile of hers. I mean, she just draws you right in. And the one thing that I've always liked about her, and especially since we become friends, is just how cool she is. She's just so nice and mellow, always up to have fun. As you can see by all her tweets and Instagram and stuff, you know, she's, she's living that life. But she is just good people. So um, I appreciate what she's done for me and allowing me to have this opportunity to cover go for football oh yeah and now let me say uh as i very much appreciate her giving you the opportunity because i think it's very fucking cool you get to do it mm -hmm. if she needs a guy out in the parking lots a man out in the field <laughs> a man of the people who can I, I'll, I'll i can converse with anybody that, you know some, that is true well, uh, hey you hear that nadine you don't you even have to that. promote my brand because i know i say a lot of shit just I could go out there as not Vince Wright, <laughs> exactly. I'll or and I'll just be in the parking lot, being yep. like, "Yo, I'll promote Gopher Hole, I'll hang there, out, there you and go. then let me talk about it on my pod afterwards." There I would love go. to be the asshole who gets to get drunk with people. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even have to go to the game. I'll go home. Okay, <laughs> Nadine, you hear it? We we'll, we will definitely get that brought up with Miss Nadine Babu. So yeah, but I, yeah, I yeah. would love to start being the guy on microphone, just you being know. like. Who's ready <laughs> to win an eraser? Uh, you know, whatever the fuck the spin no wheel shit, is. No, no dude, that's awesome. Um, th what was the second question I had for you about sports? Uh, it was uh, getting to, 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 you know, do the... Cover the ghosts. Cover the ghosts. What the fuck else was it? It'll come to me. It'll come to me. I'm, I forgot it, dude. I, had, I started thinking about how fun it would be to run a tailgate. Yeah, I tell you about a lot life. of work. Lot, here's the other thing about Nadine, and and she's you know if you follow her on Instagram and on Twitter, she she does post kind of the night before. Now, she has food, drinks, um, alcoholic, non-alcoholic stuff. I mean, you know everything. Yeah, you know uh, Matt Nelson, who you know mm -hmm. obviously Seventh Avenue, Avenue Pizza. Pizza, big shout out there. You know, if he's not busy, he'll come down, you know, and they'll set up their little thing and get the couple oh, of the, yeah, you know, get, cooker and all yep, that. get their stuff going. So, you you know, you get 7th Avenue Pizza there. You get, the, you know, a lot of times she, stuff's donated to uh, Udipils Brewery. Ud yeah. Or Udipils, however Udipils. it's said. I can't. I Udipils. Um, 
Yeah, and it's just <laughs> like, man. But that's they it. have a, a van that they haul all this stuff in down there. And it is, I mean, it's filled to the rim. I had to help Ben unload it um, a couple games ago. Okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It And, and, and I get it. Right. It's a huge deal. Now, we show up. We donate money. We hang out. You know, that's the side of the tailgate that we see. And Nadine, I totally get it now. And I see why she's cutting back because, dude, you know, the night or two before, all the preparation, all the packing, all the stuff you got to do for a Nadine Babu tailgate, it's a lot. It is a lot. Fuck yeah. I'm trying to trying to find it here for you. When's the last time I went to a gopher tailgate? Um oh yeah, it's it's this photo. Uh <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is this is uh this game was Michigan State came to the Gophers at night. It was hailing, raining, and lightning. Yes, yes, yes. I had I had to leave that game at halftime. That was my uh class high school class reunion night which was down at pre-pandemic Uptown and Stella's. So I had to go meet the crew down there. And oh, yeah. I left at halftime. Yeah, now I remember the game started late, too. Game started late. Yep. I'm yep. going to tell you right now, uh, the fucking lady followed me. I've told this story a few times, but I'm I'm drunk. I'm I'm blacked out in the oh, first shit. half, dude. Like I'm, I'm fucked. Uh, first time in my life I ever had Bud Light Platinum. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I went to a tailgate and they just let me drink and like I was carrying them on the bus and mm-hmm. I came in lit up, dude. Uh <laughs> fucking uh I'm going down the concourse and they had all these tents selling beer. And every time I got to the front of the line, a lady would come up to that tent and go, He's done. They gotta we're cutting right, them up. Right, it's lightning. Right. It's not because I'm too drunk, but it's because the lightning right, yeah, and right. she's getting people off. Okay. You gotta go in that fucking shit not shelter, but yeah, you gotta get inside. Get inside, yep. Dude, um, I don't even know how I had my shirt off at this point, but there was even a point where uh, uh, a guy pulls me aside, and it's my boss's neighbor. I played football with his kid, mm-hmm. um, and his daughter had pointed out before she knew it was me. Goes, Dad, look how drunk off that fucking guy. He, right, he is right, drunk right. as fuck, and he goes, Yeah, he's drunk, and he goes, Is that Bobby? Comes up to me, and I was like, Yeah. Right, right. Just all lit up, and he's like, "My daughter looks like that guy's a drunk fucking asshole." I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm sorry. I'm getting, you know, I'm on that uh, open section." Yes. Um, and I'm taking my shirt off, and that's where I'm all hairy. I'll post it again on uh (laughs) when I post the podcast. Uh, but I'm taking my shirt off, and there's families that are in rain gear. Like, what the fuck? Oh, it was a horrible night, man. I'm surprised you didn't catch pneumonia well, or something it was horrible i mean i'm in bibs and all that warm stuff didn't bring boots i'm in fucking ri- like <laughs> right, running right, shoes right. so of course the guy gave me some rain gear but my feet were soaked for from tailgate on it right. was bad um and uh i mean i was going through some shit at that time it was okay, about okay. seven months after my dad died oh, uh, okay. i drove home that night and it was oh. it was a bad i didn't oh. drink again from that time when who's the quarterback who uh came in he was supposed to demry coughed demry croft maybe who was the he was the black dude athlete uh came in and killed uh transferred with pj or came in uh you know didn't leave with pj um demry croft it might, it might have Demry been. Croft, Names, I think, yeah, is the name. Maybe. He ended up having some really bad thing happen, and he left the the school. Um, anyways, that was the night we pulled his red shirt, oh. um, and we almost won. Actually, the game was not that bad. This right. is when Michigan right. State could barely score. Right. Um, they just had a stifling defense, yeah. and we sucked on offense. 
And uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was PJ's first year, I think. Um, it was Demery Croft. Now I got the name okay. down. Uh, but anyways, uh, and, and, and I, yeah, dude, I uh, may tore my truck out of a ditch or two. Ooh, got home and it was it was actually yeah. The the next time I said I had a beer was uh, Diggs scores the touchdown uh, mm. in the playoffs. Okay. And I, so it'd be like three three four months after. And, uh, yeah, I had, like, four beers, crushed right. it. Ended up going on a date that I ended up uh, giving the girl a hug as she went in for a kiss. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird downward oh, spiral shit. from there. Uh, mm. But, yeah, 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 no. Uh, that that was the last gopher game I've been to, okay. though. And, and yeah. uh, I fucking love it, though. Um, I was there uh, when we had uh, Gray as the quarterback, Marquise right. Gray. Marquise. Um, I think I, I don't know if we talked about this last time I was on, so tell me to shut the hell up if I was. <laughs> I was on the goal line, first row goal line. I was sitting with the recruits. Um, we just knew somebody who at the time gave us passes, and we did, oh, wow. I would have never taken them had mm-hmm. I been sitting with like other like because they were like you ain't you're not a part you're not right you're not right. skilled it's like right, I'm not right. I just and I'm wearing a, <laughs> a flat bill that said fresh on the back. Um, <laughs> Dude, cold as shit. I wore uh, oh, it had two fresh on my shirt, and then it had uh, with a Nike fresh fresh on the back. Didn't wear a hoodie. B boy. I was, boy. In, I was in the sha- I was in the shadow of that gopher turn where like it was cold. Right, the whole fucking mm-hmm. game though, I was freezing. I only had ten bucks on me, um, so I'm buying a hot chocolate and like a fucking cold hot dog. Right. It sucked. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, that game. Right. I remember uh, Martinez or whatever, whatever the dude, he was there forever, the quarterback. He goes 10 of 12 for like 156, two touchdowns. They had uh, Sexy Rexy, uh, Rex uh, Burkhead. Rex okay, Burkhead was okay. a running back. He's punching in on the goal line. They're fucking killing it. Marquise Gray is like three for five for f- like five yards. It was the fucking worst, dude. It is. Mm. Such a bad game. The last, uh, the middle game I went to, I go, oh, this will be the best. Gophers will kick the shit out of the Golden Eagles. There's no way oh. we can't fucking lose, dude. You got uh, well, <laughs> who's yeah, the quarterback? I mean, come not, on, man. I who mean, was not Philip Nelson? What was him? Uh, oh. Number seven. He's the best runner in fucking program history. God damn it. See, I'm good at. I know my history. I think I can. I can remember it. Um, he he lo- he. He won his spot over Philip Nelson. He's a guy from uh, um, Leidner. Yeah, Mitch Leidner. Le- yeah, Mitch Leidner. Yep. He's uh, 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 God damn it. There's uh, North and South Lakeville. I think Lake Lakeville North. No, Lakeville he's a South. Mankato dude, isn't he? No, Mankato West is uh, Philip Nelson. Okay, that's right. Yeah, because he I, went down there. I know that because right we were the there. same year. Me and Philip Nelson. Okay. Uh, if had I had I not dropped well, the pace, had I not dropped the pass. In quarters, uh, in in high school football, right. the next game we would have played was Philip Nelson yeah. at the Metrodome, and we would have gotten our shit okay. kicked. <laughs> but uh, go on, yeah. No, it's listen, man. You're a Minnesota sports fan. You know how this works. It's just, it's just it's always going to be something. It's just always going to be something. It doesn't matter the fucking team. It's always going to be something. Wild T Wolves, Twin. Hey, props to the Twins. At least they won a playoff series. We yeah. were talking about that before we got started tonight. So let's give some love to oh, the shit. Twins at least. But you know what I'm saying, man. It, it it is just tough. You know, Vikings this year. Um, just it doesn't matter. The Wild going out in the first round every year. It seems like. On and on and on we go, right? So I don't know, man. Minnesota sports, are we cursed? 
Hey, there's a conspiracy for you. Minnesota uh, sports. Curse, we, no. Downside of luck, yes. Yes. Uh, that that but hey, I'm telling you right now, uh, dude, I sat there watching the playoff game un, uh, unfold, right? Thinking this doesn't happen to us. I'm gonna sit my ass on the floor and and watch us lose another fucking game. And they won. And they won. And that and was they won enough the series. And you know that's the thing. And you know playoff baseball because you know let's let's face facts with baseball baseball's become a very regional thing now um whereas people watch their team nobody just sits and go you know in minnesota and goes hey i'm going to watch that uh uh dodgers san francisco game yeah you know a, a couple people, There's people will yeah, yeah you know like you know i'm from Hard chicago O's. originally so you know i've I, i'll sit around and watch a few innings of a cubs game or something like that but you know in the playoffs for baseball, nobody cares unless your city's playing in it. Yeah. So that's why the TV ratings suck because nobody's watching, you know, from na- the nationwide outside of Texas. Well, and also nobody's you can't watching watch the Astros it. in Texas. And, yeah, I mean, the scheduling of it nowadays is Well, the cable the rights. The, the, the Twins are impossible to watch. Well, uh, well, I have cable, so yeah. I do get Valley Sports. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean – you know, and that's that's actually a topic for a whole nother show. Just this streaming and what they're trying to do with all this bullshit and the way it's backfiring. A lot of streaming doesn't have Bally, I feel like. A lot of people have it, to have hard dude, cable. I was talking ooh, excuse me, to a friend of mine a couple nights ago over at his house and you know, going through Peacock and Universal or um uh, Paramount. Yeah, I'm on Sling stuff. right now, yeah. Yes, whatever it is. Or so I'm on Prime, I guess, for but, the game. That's the thing, man, because everything, it seems like it all has the same stuff now. And then I was reading an article last month. Uh, Showtime has, you know, they're selling their stuff back to places like a Netflix. And now all of a sudden you can get all the Showtime stuff on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah. It's like, but the Showtime app is still out there right. as well. Right, which is weird. Right. Um, you know, I get the the HBO Max thing because, you know, if people didn't know HBO owned Cinemax right. back in the day, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, you want to call it Max, but whatever. But, you know, supposedly HBO shows now are going to be popping back up on Netflix. Crazy. So it's just a big bunch of crap. And honestly, why I've always kept cable, to be perfectly honest with you, is with cable, um, you, you know, let's say if you subscribe to HBO or whatever your movie channel is, stars, whatever, you can then go to the app and then just put in your cable login and watch the app that way. You don't have to pay that extra. Right. So that is one of the benefits. But, man, yeah, this streaming thing is crazy, and especially for sports. So I know a lot of people that do their uh, – what is it, the internet uh, TV provider thing or whatever, to pay 10, 15, 20 bucks a month and get all the channels. I don't know the – how it's legal and this and that, but I've had friends that have had this stuff forever, and it has all the sports packages and the pay-per-views and that. Yeah, I mean, so. Well, the thing that I honestly, if you ever had to be like, what is a cause that you would, like, go to bat for to, like, even start writing documents up? It would be, how the fuck do I pay taxes to some of the fucking local stadiums? <laughs> and I got to pay a fucking cable subscription to watch them. The Twins, the fucking Wild, the it, Timberwolves, the Gophers. In Arizona. 
if I re- if I remember correctly, you know the Phoenix Suns, and I don't know if it was maybe the hockey team, one of the other teams. They're yeah. going to be on. You know, regular TV, for lack of a better term, your channel nine. Channel yeah, that's five. what I'm saying. A public access television. You know, because listen, I think you just want to get your product out there. The NFL and, and, is and in smart. a local market. So make it available on, you know, the the old over the air channels or whatever you want to say, a channel nine, eleven, channel forty five, whatever. Because. I think there's still streams of revenue, but for your local audience, for the home state, let's say, man. It gotta, does more for you to have right. a, a chemistry build right? and exactly. an ability to, to be seen mm-hmm. than it does that you have to go through the motions. Nobody yeah. wants to fucking pay extra shit well, to maybe get a game. And that's the thing because, you know, you the Minnesota Wild fans, you know, they, they were griping when this thing was going on and we apparently have a – deal with um valley sports north at least for this year and the timberwolves you know um i just think you you just you want to get your stuff out there and i think if you start thinking outside the box like apparently they're doing in phoenix and some other areas that you can figure something out because in the end you just want eyes on your product if you can't have the butts and seats in the actual arena yeah you want everybody else to be able to have access to that product and to have it easily yeah Instead of like, okay, now, because now, because what we're finding out with streaming is you're basically paying a cable bill again. No, yeah. With you know, Wi-Fi it, and then the added it, cost it, it, for then, live it, shit. It, and, it, exactly. Do I want the ads? Do I want ad free? Because if I want ad free, now I'm paying 15, 20 bucks a month. Well, and sports means live. So right, you have to pay the right, echelon exactly. of, the cheapest you'll get live sports on is Sling. And you'll get ESPN. And that's fucking it. You right. get ESPN two and maybe a fucking TBS game every now and again when it comes on, but mm-hmm. you have to pay fifty bucks or more. Well, that's the thing, and I know there's people that love the YouTube TVs and this and that. everybody kind of has their own thing that yeah. they like and they'll kind of stand up and die on the hill for. But you know, for me, I've always just kind of kept it simple, and no, it works out. Yeah, it works out for. The My, folks at Xfinity. Like I said, the, the the hill I would die on is make fucking that at least the people who live in your state or at least the, you know, range or whatever. Right. Figure mm-hmm. out how the fuck to play them to everybody. Because at least. Right, right. And it's not like I get it. Oh, people who come in studio pay for concessions. They pay for jerseys. That fucking jersey's just as much on, on online. And if I'm a fan and I can watch your shit and I want to put the jersey on, I'll buy it online. But if you hide it and I got to buy a cable bill and all this, then I don't want right. to buy your $150 fucking jersey. Well, don't even get me going on the price of, some yeah. of, of just sports apparel in oh. general, man. I mean, yeah, you want to get a, a jersey or a fucking it, box. Oh, it's easy. A, oh, anything. Anything that's licensed, right? But with that being said, brother, I think they, they'll figure something out, hopefully, because you can't sustain the way it's been going now and, and like i said we're seeing it now with streaming kind of starting to you know really kind of get screwed up and losing money yeah you know, that's that's always the thing if it's losing money they're gonna change the model yeah but man the one thing i'm upset about is uh when atlanta posted that they were not gonna have overpriced food they were gonna keep right. food prices chill i was hoping that would be a trend fuck no 
You got guys, and no offense to the guy, if he's a good cook, what Andrew Zimmer or whatever, right. that's cool. But you know that that is then going to be a fifteen, sixteen, twenty dollar food item. Well, that's that's the other thing. You know, I'm again, I'm a basic dude. So when I go to the Twins game or I go to a, a, a sporting event, you know, I used to, you know, give me a good old charred up hot dog. Yeah, or dome uh, dog, or, or yeah, 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 the yeah, old dome dog the, back in the day, yeah. or you know, folks, they're brats, oh, that sounds whatever, so good. this and that. But, yeah, nowadays, I mean, it's just a different time. So now it's about, yeah, we got to get restaurant tours in here. We got to get all these eclectic dishes in here. Yeah, shit with peppers uh, and it, colors. Oh, and just, yeah, everything, right? So that's what you're seeing now. I mean, you got high-end restaurants and arenas and, and ballparks around the country. Yeah. You know, oh, they're, yeah, ser- yeah. They're, they're serving you a five-star steak dinner along yeah. with the game. Right. Or your or taste or a fucking right. yeah, or whatever you want. Fucking, actually. Yeah. What actually, actually, whatever you want. I think last time I was at a fucking game, a cocktail was like fucking 16 bucks. You know, one of those at the yeah, well, yeah. at the go at the yeah. Twins game or something. That's what you're going to pay. I mean, if you know, that's the thing about tailgating. I mean, that's tailgating why folks, sizes, you get fucked up. Well, yeah. well, you know, you you do your drinking and stuff out there because, yeah, I mean, who wants to pay? Well, apparently a lot of people do. I want to be the guy, I, but I don't want to be that dude that's paying. Now I'm not the big drinker anyway, but yeah, I mean, what's a beer at, at a Gopher or a football game? You know, fifteen bucks. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, yeah, you know, right around there, fifteen to twenty, maybe depending on where what stadium you're maybe in. Maybe twelve if you're fucking. Yeah, depending it, on if it's nine dollar beer night or something. But just <laughs> everything that we know is always jacked up, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, so. Um, how, but then, how sick would it be though to be the guy who's cooking meat out in the tailgate? And people are just like, this is the shit. Like, he's right. playing drinking games. They're fucking playing well, bags. That's, that's that's what tailgating is all about. They're talking shit over the intercom. There's a guy mm-hmm. speaking. He's like, hey, you right, in the right. Penn State Lions jersey. Right, yeah. Way to go, Jerry Sandusky. You know, well, <laughs> you know, that's the thing, man. Um, that's why folks love tailgating. That's why it's it's a lot of fun at college. Uh Pro folks, man, pros, you know, that, that's, I think, why we see all them it's too stadium. For, too well, corporate. Not, not only that, man, people are really getting fucked up out there to the point oh, the where. Fight? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've never seen oh, a fight God. at any college game I've been to, any college tailgate, tailgate game. The pro games I've been to down at U.S. Bank Stadium, um, a couple other places. It is nuts. And, yeah, I mean, we kind of laugh at the videos we see on Facebook, you know, the fights in the stadiums and stuff, but that's exactly what it's coming from, man. These people are just too jacked up. They're too messed up on booze. And that's why I love the gopher tailgate because you can, you know, have your fun, but nobody is just shit-faced. The love is different. There's or a FDR, weird different love. It, 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 that's a good way of putting it, too, because – the you vibe just don't is have different. the violent side yeah. of it, you know. Like even you if do you in the hate NFL each other, right. Wisconsin games, well, there's dude, not people we, shit kicking hey, each I, other in the teeth. I'm coming off the, the Michigan out. game, and there was a ton of Michigan fans in those tailgate lots, and I mean cars, not just fans walking through. I mean they took over a couple spots in these lots. There was a Damn. lot of Michigan people. Had a lot of fun with them. They were nice folks, but man, I don't know what it is with the with the the pros. Where, I don't, oh, man, it's it's crazy out there, man. I it think it attracts crazy. a different kind of person. I think just maybe, pro football is too maybe. like I I don't know I don't always like people who are like I don't like college football. I go why? What would make you not like it? The 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 name the the corporateness of it the 
and it's getting corporate, but there's still tradition. There's still right, right. there's still like just go go to a Gopher game and then go to a twi- or a Vikings game. Just the appeal of where they put TCF feels better. It doesn't feel like you know. It just I don't know. It's such a. It's just such a. I don't know. I I love. I would. I wish I could have gone to a game, uh, pro football game at TCF in, the, in those Lake two Stadium. years. Yeah, or Huntington. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Get it right. Sorry. Well, fuck. No, I, but yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, I, I did not go to the the uh, Vikings when they were over there. I wish I would have because I, I grew up with old Matt Stadium. You know, it I'm looked that amazing. Old. So yeah, to be back outside in the winter, where I think a a fair share of fans actually wouldn't mind doing that again. You know, we gave up a you brace the suck. We we get well. We gave up a huge advantage, obviously weather wise, yeah. when we went inside. But I get it. You know, we can. But do you a, gain something too, though, because you also well, get you a positive feedback a lot. from the weather. Well, you know, and they build the stadiums indoors now because they use these places for other things, right? Yeah. You know, concerts, um, conventions, everything else. So mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to be up here in the cold, you gotta have some protection. So one, well, it just it. it it buys you the warm weather state bullshit where it's like. Like on Madden, right. I'll still get like warm weather state. It's like we're in a dome. Fuck you! Like, <laughs> there's no fucking. You don't play in the elements. Who gives a shit if you have right, to walk right. to your car in the cold? Right. But it, it's like obviously that's not a real thing. But it's like it's a nice facility. I'm you know I'm sure it doesn't bother anybody to play there anymore. Right. They're just fucking you know in a fucking rental for 17 weeks. And if you make the playoffs a little longer, and then fucking whoo, you know you're gone. Mm-hmm. But uh, no nah, man, uh, it's uh. I don't know. That's I, I, there's a thing about college football that I love, and that's that's like I, well, I, I wish think, I could find something yeah, more to do there. But I, I, what am I? You know. Well, I'm. You know, I think you kind of hit it. Um, you know, even though the game has changed drastically, and especially in these past couple years with NIL and transfer portals. That was the other question. That. God damn it! That was the other question, Vince. You are oh. a fucking genius. Oh, okay. Well, hold that thought. Yes. Don't let me forget but, uh, it though. Okay. So, but that's the thing. College football still has its traditions. It still has a lot of its geographic rivalries, right? And they're working to protect those rivalry games with the expansion of these conferences. So, um, you know, we're just in a different place in time. So what is your question about NIL? Well, uh, if you take just a gander to your right shoulder and up, I am prepared for a couple of these teams to make it to the Big Ten already. With no gopher jersey on the wall, by the way. He's got Oregon. I got a – and the Oregon one is the one I want to ask UCLA, I like that, yes. Okay. The Christian McCaffrey-Stanford one is not bad, though. Right, right. Uh, The running back that is at Oregon, is that the guy that the Gophers let go and P.J. may have been talking Ooh, about the I, Honestly, I – Bucky I, Irving or whatever it is? It may have been. Look him up. I think that's the guy. I, I, oh, yeah, we, we might have to verify that. Um, I think he left because Oregon offered a ton of money, and that's why P.J. may have had the NIL. Let me, uh, yeah, 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 I gotcha. I'll pull that up quick, but if, if – I feel like an asshole now that I don't know that. Uh, Bucky Irving, football running back, uh, previously played for the Gophers. Yep. All right, perfect. That's exactly who PJ was mentioning in his NIL comments. All right. So, NIL, you know, the U has uh, Dinkytown athletes, and they have just uh, gotten together with uh, great uh, – um, spirits, okay. spirits, yeah, 
There's a few things over here. Great. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I know you are Mama a big juice. fan of their stuff. I had to stop drinking it because it fucked me up. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, you know, as, and as great as that has been and, and you know, how everybody has gotten behind it and they're going out and buying this, the beer and, and all this stuff, you know, they're giving 20% of the proceeds to the uh, Gophers NIL. It's going to take a lot more. You know, from other companies and from other things. The so University of Utah is, gave every guy a one-year uh, lease on you, trucks. You just stole my thunder. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just I just did a thunder. solo on it being like. You know, they're handing out trucks to use Utah, right? Utah. Utah The University, Mormons are handing yeah. out trucks to use to get people to go there. And by the way, Utah's a very good team. Oh, hell yeah. They're, well, they're ranked this year. They're, and, they started and off defending Pac-12 champion. And ironically... Yeah. A lot of people will say, as of right now, at this very moment, top to bottom in their last season. I've, and I asked the question on Twitter: Is the Pac-12 the best conference in college football right now, top to bottom? Your Oregon's, your Washingtons, USC's. Mm-hmm. Now USC just got spanked, but they um, still have a good yeah, chance. You at- know, and the rest of the tiers, you know, the SEC isn't what it was, or at least you know what they have been here recently. You know, it's, there's a there's a lot of openness to who can actually win this thing this year. And I think, you know, now until somebody knocks Georgia off, but, um, you know, these other schools with their NIL deals, you know, the Gophers lost their top basketball recruit to Louisville, supposedly from anywhere to, from 75000 to 150000 Battles at OSU, right? Battle yeah, battle, yep, OSU. Yeah. Um, the Ohio State. Sorry, I should say that. OSU means nice a lot campus. of shit. Nice campus. I've got – Basketball has been there deal. a couple times. Yeah, um, they yeah, basketball has definitely grown there, but it is a beautiful campus. It's a nice place to be. Uh, um, not not Columbus. John Wall. Who the fuck was the same guy in the same uh, same draft? Evan Evan. Oh, he uh, played for the Wizards for a while, dude. I'm pulling out shit. Yeah, you you really are, think. man. Damn. Evan Turner. Evan Turner. There you go. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so yeah. These um, are all, I, I learned that from a guy named Devion, yeah. Devion Mosley. Right. <laughs> and that's the other thing, too, that I think that plays into it. A lot of these other campuses are really, you know, true college campuses. Well, you have. You have a lot of fun socially. You have or- Oregon joining your conference fucks everybody up because look at the one guy we just lost is their fucking, like, they they even said on the, it, on the it, oh, sorry. No, no, I, I hate to interrupt you, but here's the thing with, those teams joining the conference because you don't even have to go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. When you have, let's just take the top four, the, the initial jewels of the PAC 12. And that was the good thing that the big 10 did. They went out and got the best of that conference, Washington, Oregon, USC, UCLA. Yep. Right. Got them locked up. You know, some of the other schools, they transferred over to the PAC 12, the two Arizona schools, um, so on and so forth. But, man, I'm going to tell you something. With these schools coming in next year, and, you know, the Gophers now have UCLA, USC on their schedule, mm-hmm. right? They're going to have Oregon. They're going to have Washington. Boy, with the year they're having so far this year, there is just no room for error with any of these. Let's just focus on the Big Ten West schools because it's always the Big Ten East that that's where the power is. That's right. You know, that's your, that's your, that's your OSU, your Penn Michigan States, States uh, Michigan, and, and all those schools. I think except maybe Penn State is actually might be West my, championship. My but for the Big Ten West, these schools that are coming in, man, they really have put this very weak division on notice that you got to up your game. 
So whether it's NIL. Three of them are top 20 at well, least. Well, exactly. And, and perennial teams too, you know, yeah. and, and, and historic uh, teams as well, you know, um, to keep up with that. And obviously now you're recruiting against USC, UCLA. Yeah. And you're I not mean, just doing that nationally. You're doing that yeah, in conference. Yeah. Let's let's take you to Minnesota in January, and then let's fly you out to uh, L.A. And yeah, then, look at these wonderful cheerleaders. Oh, let's go down to the beach. Oh, let's go over here and um, you know the yeah whatever celebrity <laughs> who's um, let's you know, not walk through tunnels. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I spent four years doing it exactly, but. Yeah, man, it's just a whole different ball game. Or ball game, excuse me. And folks, just Minnesota has really got to get it figured out. And one of the other things I think the problem at the U is, Bobby, is that the administration has never really been athletic friendly over there. You go down south for football; these schools buy into their football teams, right? I was going to say culture friendly. It almost seems right, like right. Well, PJ even having to go to bat to be like. I understand. Black uniforms hey, are crazy. Dude, you go across the University of Minnesota campus. If you are away from the stadium, you're walking down Northwood Mall, you never have any idea there's a football game going on. That's crazy. You No idea that Michigan was in town. If you're on that campus walking around outside of frat row and the tailgate lots, yeah, you'd have no clue. And that's the part that where you go to other schools where football is taken more seriously – um, you know, I was at Ohio State for a Gopher game. There was probably about fifty to seventy thousand people that couldn't get in, and they're watching it on their big jumbotrons yeah. in the parking lot, doing and stuff, shit on watching big outside. Yeah. Exactly, that's ridiculous. You know, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, man!" I, and those I, are just people like that just come down well, to do that. I you mean, know? no, I'm not going to the game, but I we got our spot out here. And in in Roman speech, here. these are the poors. These are just the people here right. to watch the mayhem. Exactly, the people exactly. who are funding that shit. Right. Uh, uh, they did a thing on the McAfee show. Uh, the guy who owns the fucking the tower in Seattle is a fucking Washington guy. Right. Yeah. So they were like, "If you ever need a tour there, it's like, yeah." It's- well, you know, the infamous thing is Oregon and Phil Knight. Yeah, I was you gonna know? say, I was. Right, that's right. that's what we. Yeah, you know, me and I mean, that, that's the thing. I mean, so we have got to find our Phil Knights, and people always talk about, you know, where we, we have these top twenty-five uh, corporations that are headquartered Target here and, this and, and all that, that shit. We got to get it figured out, Bobby, because we're going into, you know, we were talking about rabbit holes earlier. We're going into or we are into a rabbit hole now with this NIL and and the way that college sports is now. And if the University of Minnesota doesn't find a way to catch up and be creative and come up with some of their own things outside of the box. Yeah, Jerry Kill. Um yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be even funny. You need a Jerry Kill who can go into fucking Florida and grab guys who aren't getting nabbed well, by Miami I, I, and fucking. I think PJ's compete. done. A, I think he's done a good job with the the recruiting classes. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm you know, joking. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I think um, you know. Well, that's that's football <laughs> analysis. I didn't mean to get in on that. No, but, I love. Dude, I'll go no, with no, it. I but love no, it. what this I'm is fun. But no, what I'm saying is, you go down the rabbit hole of what these sports are today, and I'll just leave it at this, man. We, Minnesota, Gopher Nation, whatever you want to call us, fans, whatever, we got to figure out a way to get active in this game. Yeah. That's the only way that this program is going to survive because, like I said, man, you know, if we can't win the Big Ten West now or these past few years, 
And depending on what they do to – because right now it's just going to be the top two teams in the Big Ten. That's your championship game. Yeah. And it's it's hard to see Minnesota being in the top two. Yeah, with everybody in contention now and there's not well, a division. not only your Michigans, your Ohio States, and Penn States, like I said, now we're throwing in these other top 20 top schools. Top 20 schools. Forget about it, man. So you've got a total of at you least – rotationally what five teams that are in the top 25 every right. year that are going to be in now, our conference now i think uh pj has a way with these kids and i think that's where his recruiting success has come from he can definitely talk to these kids and he's still relatively young himself yeah right so he he can definitely relate um now we just got to coach him up and we got to find new ways to get into this uh nil game yeah well, like I said, that, that he got a guy who Oregon right now is using as a fucking stud talent yeah. from our roster right. who we didn't use right. because we were feeding Mo. Yeah, and it was all it's always hit and miss like that and stuff like that's going to happen where yeah, you then can go, "Well, god, look, why didn't we use this right. guy, right?" But, but what's crazy is that it's like, I know Mo is nice and Mo was running for Heisman and Mo was the well, guy. He was, and, a, he, he was he was a historic runner. But one of the things that made Mo great was that Mo also had the running back with him who went, you know, who went out before him. Who was the guy? He was a catcher. Got a good guy out of the backfield. Uh, it was Mo, and it was the, it was the guy before Mo who was our big fucking power back. Yeah, I can't remember. You know what I'm saying? He ended up going to the Panthers for a little bit. Um, who, Cobb? Nope, no, Cobb, Cobb. Cobb was, no, Cobb was a while ago. Um, but it was the guy who succeeded Cobb. He, but he shared carries right, with right, Cobb. Right. No, I, and I, I get what you're saying. And it, it, I just feel like we're not a team who can favor dudes like that if you have talent on the roster. As much as Mo was a staple and people loved Mo, I, I, I had Shannon Brooks sitting where you are. The last time I had a guest on was probably mm-hmm. – he was at the table, and I, I laughed about oh. how small Mo was. And he laughed because it's like I know he. Had, I I met Mo. Mo killed it, it after he laughed. You know he he knew what was up. I, I was amazed at his size as well. You know you speak of Mo's size. I met him. Now I am a big dude. I'm six four, six five. Then when you came in my house, I go fuck. I forget how big. Right. <laughs> God damn it. But Mo is like five seven. Yeah. Maybe. It seemed, you know, it's like I got this picture with him just towering over this dude. And I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, this dude is running over dudes like me, man. It's crazy. But that low center of gravity and just. Right. Exactly. It's crazy. But but it it just goes. All right. So so you fed Mo and and good for that season. But what did it lose you? Did it lose you? And and who's our running backs now that we love? I mean, I know. We love well, that one, number one, right? He's a transfer in. He came from a small well, school. We have a few that we like right now, and Bryce Williams is kind of – He's the guy who's been here. He's he's the guy that's kind of, I think, has kind of eked his way up the start chain a little bit. Um, initially, it was going to be Sean Tyler. After watching a couple preseason pra- um, practices with Sean Tyler, I was very big on him, and a lot of people were. He has – he has the breakaway speed that Mo didn't have. Yeah. So another short dude in stature like Mo kind of looks like him, all that stuff, but just lightning fast. Yeah. So then it doesn't work out with him. So now Bryce is kind of the guy. And, you know, I, I'm going to be sending out an article for Gopher Hole for this game against Iowa this weekend. And if the Gophers – and, you know, they're usually running back by committee, so – they have to find a way to truly dominate the run game this weekend to keep the Iowa defense 
on the field to control that clock and to keep the ball out of Iowa's offense's hands. Now, Iowa's offense is horrible, but Iowa's 5-1. and one. But their defense and, and, is And the defense killer. is just killer. And, and once again, you know, as I interviewed uh, Gopher grade Ricky Foggy on my show here that uh, dropped this past Congrats, Monday. by the way. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very proud of that interview. It was a lot of fun. So uh, check out Sports Done Right and check out the Ricky Foggy interview. But at the end of the interview, I asked him, you know, what do you think needs to happen this weekend? And that's what he was talking about, the running game, because the defense is stifling. And say what you want about Iowa, he calls it three, <laughs> three yards in a cloud of dust. But it's but, working. But it, 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 uh, it, listen, if we could flip the script and go for fans, and I talk about this to go for fans a lot, we'd all take Iowa's success, right, over the past 20 years because Iowa has been to a Rose Bowl. Yeah. Iowa has been to a couple Big Ten championship games. And now they've gotten their butts handed to them in all those games. But, hey, whatever, they, they made it. They got there. Right. And, you know, I remember I was telling a friend of mine that I'm actually going to see after the podcast tonight that lives up this way, Iowa guy. I remember telling him, like, dude, your team, they're in the Rose Bowl. You're not going to Pasadena. This and you're, you're this huge Hawkeyes fan and this, and you're always rubbing it on my face and stuff. It's like, I'm a Gopher fan. If we made it to Pasadena, I'd be the first oh one on the plane. God, yeah. Right? I mean, you know, I'm the first one driving to Indianapolis if we, if we get to a Big Ten championship game. We travel if it's an Outback Steak Bowl in hey, fucking Florida. You, you, I was down in <laughs> Phoenix, right, for the for the bowl down there. I yeah. Mean, go, and that's the thing, too. That's actually a thing that has definitely improved. Gopher fans will travel. Yeah. You know, you just got to put us somewhere warm. We'll be there. Well, it's like 20, It's like what we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. If you if you give them reason to cheer, they'll fucking show up. Exactly. But just don't do not do the bullshit. Right. Uh, well, I was going to say, well, and I joke about Kill. Kill was that guy. Yo, Three yards, David Cobb will get you on thirty carries, a hundred like a hundred and thirty yards. It's three yards a fucking carry. Well, like. you know, I think <laughs> I that's always going to be the the question mark. If he didn't have the, those seizures and the and, weird whatever, or no, did he go oh, for health and then no, line, he went no, he went for health and he, then Line Grover had the bullshit with the with the yeah. So if, if he would have stayed, yeah, what would have happened? You know, I mean, they were definitely trending in a positive direction. Yeah. And, you know, who knows, obviously. But, I mean, you know, Jerry just – and I get where Jerry was coming from, but he, you know, he just – he didn't have to get so personal. You know, I get that he was upset that, you know, the Gophers like Clays go and Tracy Clays is his guy and all this stuff. But, man, all of a sudden – and then – that weird vibe when uh, PJ was hired here, you know, he, PJ is a former Jerry kill system back guy. in the day. And that whole thing, how he just, I don't know what was going on. He did not like that. So you had those two things happening and he says what he says about never coming back to the U and all yeah. this and has to come back last year. Cause he was coaching down in New Mexico on and on and on it goes. I respect Jerry Kills, a football coach. I think he's definitely one of the more underrated football coaches yeah. out there. And he has proven that by this year. I think his New Mexico team or New Mexico State team is actually four and three right now. Yeah, they're contending. And they're, they're contending they're for a bowl. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I'll say this, too. I've had two players that played for him in, in studio – Mm-hmm. And when asked about him, they defend the shit out of oh, him. Oh, I'm sure. He seems like a very nice guy. Uh, I don't know him, never met him. 
So I don't make those generalizations. Everything I go is just like, hey, this is just what I see on TV or what I read about in the press or my whatever. Only, my only grief so. was how do you retire for health and then come back? Uh, I think that's just the, you know, these, just these coaches just, this is what they do, man. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. You know, I wish he would maybe speak on that a little bit more. Maybe he has down there. Maybe we got to research some well, of the New Mexico press. But Well, well no, he, he he came in. I think it was Kansas State. He was working with Kansas no, State I, for Oh, a yeah, while. yeah. He went as to all like these a, places. Uh, and and some of it was an like athletic as a director or, or uh, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. As like a, a liaison. Because you're not yelling and screaming every day <laughs> in those positions, yeah. but yet you're still around the team. Right. And then, and then you but, slowly. But he's a coach. Yeah, he, he he's slowly came back. Back. Yeah, yeah. So, where was he before this? Uh, before New Mexico, he was East Carolina. Uh, I can't remember. I can't he was somewhere, remember. somewhere like that. He was um, somewhere, somewhere fucking out east, somewhere. So, I don't. He know. was coaching somewhere, and then he, he got another job. And it, it, it's know, just nice to. I know we do have the power of Google, but it, it is uh, you know, he. Uh, it's always one of those things where I ask because as a person who like no fucking no idea of the guy. I always wonder how people feel, but out of the two players that I've talked to, they absolutely fucking go to bat for the guy. Well, good for him. Oh, yeah, he was the uh, offensive coordinator out at Rutgers. He was assistant to the head coach at Virginia Tech in 2019. Virginia Tech. And then uh, this is the one I remember now Now that I'm looking at it. He was the uh, assistant to the head coach down at TCU, and then he became, remember, their interim head coach. Oh, at TCU? Yes. Holy shit, he made in it up. In 2021. And he, then he, he took the job at New Mexico State. Um, he he did the opposite Lou Holtz. He right. went through the grinder to yeah. get back to so, fucking top football. And then he so then it says administrative career. So 2016 associate AD at Kansas State, 2018-2019, that's when he was the interim AD at Southern Illinois. I do remember that. Yeah, Southern Illinois. And then go. he actually became the athletic director in 2019 for a year down there. Okay. Um but Jerry Kill is is uh, you know, a very, very good coach. Recruiting or uh, ultimate recruiter. To, yep, yep. Um, he's for his, won. For his guys. He was Big Ten Coach of the Year in 2014. He's in the Kansas Sport Hall of Fame. He's won the Eddie Robinson Award back in 2004. So, I mean, this dude knows what he's doing and knows his football. And, you know, it was just a sad way. It was a sad ending because, you know, the, the Minnesota fans love Jerry Kill. And then – you know, all that stuff kind of happens. It kind of just took a little shine off of it. But, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, for sure. I don't know uh, if you got to get out of here, if you want to wrap up or what you got going. I mean, well, I, you, you, sure don't, show, run, don't, don't say it. Sure, People who say that then also that two hours ago, hey, man, you know, I know we've been well, talking. Well, I, 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 I remember <laughs> now the last time I was here, it was that, that was the infamous night where we had uh, Micheletti and uh, Sal Spice. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, we were over here for like five hours. And, yeah, I remember we Sal only, looking at her watch. He's like, holy shit, it's 1230. And I remember <laughs> feeling, I remember going, I have to then put mics on. That was the podcast that told me when people come in, you start recording. Right, right Because right. then even if Because we sat around bullshitting and for that like was, two hours that before was, we even hit record i exactly. told people that was a better hang than the pod like a, like yeah. showed because yeah. the pod got a little like you don't, I, I don't the pod got a little official whereas that people could have heard oh. pre-pod that would have been a great show now yeah. i don't know if we necessarily wanted some of that business we that's were talking about. that's when i edit though i right, I, right. I edit i do edit in certain <laughs> occasions right. uh and that would have been one of them no, no that, that 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 was that was actually one of the best times that i that i have because we just sat and bullshitted 
and, and got to know Sal. That was actually one of the, I think maybe the first time I really kind of got to know Sit her and started, yeah, started talking with her a little bit and stuff. So, um, same with Micheletti as well and, um, you know, hanging out with Alex. So, that was a a classic, classic night. I still got the pictures on the phone from that night. <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping for a really majestic photo of me podcasting. I look like a fucking Uber. <laughs> I look like an Uber driver who's bad, right. like with bad rating. Uh, no, dude, that's why I switched back to this. Um, I had this weird setup. I don't know what the fuck it was. I didn't like when people came in afterwards. I just felt like I wasn't getting it. Mm-hmm. This, I like. I already feel like this is a much better fucking vibe. Yes. My couch broke that everyone sat on. The couch was the one that everyone I felt chill with. Mm-hmm. Dude, this I feel much better about. I want yeah. to do more super shows again where I have you guys, right. Micheletti, back in. Micheletti just uh, posted today that his dad's doing the fucking uh, things oh, yes. with, with the wild again. Yep, exactly. Uh, he shared it. I was like, dude, I'll fucking meet uh, what, you tell me when I'll come out. I, the the one time yeah. I met Pat was sick as fuck. I keep saying I gotta have him on the show as well because I was at the U back in the, in his father's day and stuff too. So for me, it's just like you know the Micheletti name, yeah, synonymous with yeah, Minnesota the hockey, right up there. You know the Brattons and all the all those folks as well. Oh yeah. So yeah, that'd be fun, man. We gotta yeah get the gang back together one time one night. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I'd like to, you know, I got uh, one guy coming in from Georgia who's going to be a constant guest weekly for me, but I'd like to start doing, uh, in in the video shit, I can't do anymore, I'm right. done, I want to meet new people, but kind of like what we talked about in the beginning is I don't always, I don't always catch people the right way the right, first right. five minutes. Video, hey man, I'm always looking at pictures and video and it's like, oh my god, I know I'm a big dude, but <laughs> god damn, I mean... So I get that. I nah. get that. The video and, the, and all that stuff can always get interesting. But, yeah, man, um, this is a very cool setup. The, as I call it, the Blue Light the Blue Light I put Studios. The Blue, lights on board, the blue yeah. Light Studios in Anoka, Minnesota. Mr. It, Bobby Boucher. He's nice. It, it, it's better. It's better. I, I think this will be nicer. It has just where if you want to have something up there, if you're drinking, if you're doing whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you can fucking hang out. You don't have to have yep. like a weird. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like being over there. Right, 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 right. I, yep, I, I like this. I like having me able to, like I said, being able to set up, watch a game, hang out. You, we can fit a couple people. We can fucking. I have four mics at least. If not, Dude, I can that is out true. More. Yeah, you are prepared. You are prepared, my friends. Yeah, so. it, it's a weird, uh, weird studio. But I mean, for for a non podcaster and guy getting twenty views right now, an episode, <laughs> I got a decent setup. Yes, you do, my friend. I got a decent Hell setup. Yeah. But uh, my last question before I let you go here, yes, then. sir. Are you familiar with Adam Twenty Two? Oh, I am not. Is this? Oh, okay. Here we go. Now we getting Boucher. Yeah. Nice. So we're. <laughs> I, I let you in on that. I do know pretty. I, I'm pretty good about. I I I like that you at the least views go, of the sports governor do not necessarily. Oh no, yeah. I'll just say no. This uh, you're, no. It, it, well, I did an episode uh, where I talked about how Adam Twenty Two is a guy who's a podcaster. Okay. Um, tattooed up as hell. Okay. Um, really kind of hits with the black culture, wigger style. Oh, he, black. He, he, but but he, he hits a lot of like, he, he's the guy who had the girl on who said that uh, she shit on Odell Beckham's chest. Um, oh, do you remember the chick who said that? I remember that story. No, um, this came no. from a podcast that the first one he had on was a chick who said that during the NBA bubble, she went in and started sucking off and allegedly was ended up being Devin Booker and when a bunch of players walked in she went for the whole crew 
Oh, wow. And then allegedly had to have her stomach pumped because there was some things not matching because there was too much of something in there. But she got, she got, like, she got railed by the whole, almost the whole squad. And then they went on the run. They went on, like, that whole big, (laughs) the bubble run where people were like, Phoenix, Phoenix is killing it. What happened? And she went on this podcast and talked about it and and how they snuck her into the bubble and the hotel. and, And anyways. So this dude has a wild podcast, okay. and he has some of the funnier people come in. Island Boys gave him shit for kissing each other, all that stuff. He has people come in and, and hits him with with kind of street culture podcasting and mm-hmm. mixed with popular culture, but goes into the porn and, and deeper. Like, so are you kissing guys right now, or what are you? <laughs> so, anyways, exactly it, what a fifty four year old black dude is watching now. Yeah, is, right? but, but his podcast <laughs> is called No Jumper. And the guy may, is married to a porn star. Okay. And you're like, all right, well, that's kind of a fun life. I mean, what do you do? <laughs> the thing was is he and his right. wife had an OnlyFans mm. podcast, separate oh, of No boy. Jumper, where right. they would bring in women oh, boy. Uh, of the porn and sex right, life, right. And, and they would interview them for 45 minutes. And then they would have a threesome with okay. the with the chick, and they would, you know, he's, right, right. you know, big piece, whatever, yeah. cool guy, he's tattooed, he's he's hot, right. he's banging him hard, he's mm-hmm. eating pussy like a motherfucker. The wife wanted a a piece of a guy, not okay. with, with with not, and the husband wasn't going to be in it. Oh, they got married, and a week later, that was her wedding gift. Jason Love, who is a like six seven. Black dude, and I'm talking like let me. I got fur. <laughs> I'm talking. I get it. I get it. It was it was disturbing how like she said she was sore for four days in a podcast <laughs> they did afterwards. He he cucked himself. Bobby, where do you get this shit? No, he, he dude. This was the <laughs> biggest thing on Twitter because also by the way, Twitter is so funny. They were like, yeah, we're gonna put it on our OnlyFans. Uh, it's gonna make us so much money. This is not on my Twitter. I gotta. I oh, don't know I'm what on, the hell I'm looking. I, at. Well, but. I just I just went to a guy's in Minneapolis. I did oh, I did his podcast. Uh, I talked about how great Twitter porn is, and he took the he took the bit down because I talked about how sexy red. At her Twitter. Now, her. see, that's where I'm just old because I don't know the sexy reds. I, either do I. Either do I. This stuff, but and, I hear that somebody had a, a video of them having sex released on Twitter, and I go, "Well, I mean, I, you know, what am I doing?" I didn't even here? know you could do that on Twitter. D- Twitter has. I mean, I know. Go Twitter's to my likes. Go to my likes. Cesspool or who I follow. But. My last hundred follows, all porn stars. <laughs> no, I, I joke. My whole my whole thing is on Twitter. It's it's anime, friends, and porn. It's right, right, <laughs> right. mostly porn. Oh, um, anyways, so. This chick gets destroyed. I mean, I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking, like, Ugh. like, the worst thing that could happen. And I know that you're a six four black dude, but you're gonna laugh when I say, in black culture, oh. you can't then go to anyone with a serious interview and start talking shit when they know that happened. Because I'm guaranteeing it's gonna get that brought would, up. Now th- that would be weird. I th- so yeah, so to sit there and interview somebody, then have the threesomes and this and that. And have it out in the world, and and then like oh, because dude. dudes have came Jeez. on the pod, d- like dudes from the streets have came on and been like, so you tell me, you you let your wife fuck another dude, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, but he you didn't let her come in, a, he didn't come in her mouth or anything, right? And he goes, yeah, and he goes, in a pussy. It's like <laughs> it's the best questioning you could ever have, oh. being like, yeah, answer that, man, go ahead. Oh. But anyways, the the Crazy. only reason I bring it up, and I did the whole pod about how. 
if you just wanted a guy to not embarrass you and make you look good, put me next. Like, let me go up <laughs> put there. Put me next, let, he says. Let yes. me go do it. I'll, right. I'll, I'll make you look I'll like take, a fucking uh, yeah, I'll, bro. Bobby will take all the hits. Yeah, because <laughs> she is hot, by the way. Well, yeah, and I'm great, sure. But, I, yeah, no, I, I couldn't do that the, stuff, man. So it, it went away. They, they have a kid, and everyone was like, dude, how could you do that? Your kid's going to grow up and da-da-da. <laughs> Exactly. And, he, and it every, you know, the sex industry was like, good for you, Adam. You're such a great husband. <laughs> All this. Dude, the next thing I see this week is two days ago, mm-hmm. five dudes around her. Yeah. And he, he's got the devil emoji, and it's a link to the OnlyFans. Oh, boy. And they said it's a slippery slope. I don't know. I don't, listen, dude, I don't get on any of that stuff, and especially on that level. It's wild. I, I I'm separating myself from me as much as I want to do uh, cool shit like you're doing. I think I talk about too much shit like this to where I, <laughs> right, I bottom go. myself out. Where it's like, out. Uh, but I have too oh, much shit. fun talking. Dude, it's so oh. much fun. to. But you should see these guys because the one dude is it's so funny to see Jason Love equal five dudes like and the five dudes already it's it's bugging me that there's five dudes but it would bug me more that all, all right. five dudes don't look as bad as the one guy who got her first there you go and even then <laughs> i just dude i'm just i just want to make you aware if you're ever bored uh it's quite the saga just on twitter if you look at it because all these people came out and attacked them famous people were like dude you're crazy you're fucked up this is gonna go so bad for this. you you have no idea I guess this is where I'm glad I'm a little older, man, because I can't, you know, I look at some of this stuff that pops off today with, quote, unquote, the younger crowd. Ice Spice? Yeah, I I feel I I have no idea who the (laughs) fuck you're talking about, right? I mean, honestly. Yeah. And I only heard no sexy red because I just saw something in the Facebook feed that came through with her name on it. She's the raw dog queen. Oh, God. Um, God, no. <laughs> God bless her. God bless her. No, dude. Uh, the, the, my favorite thing about Ice Spice is you remember Jordan Poole, the Golden State basketball player. Yes. Yep. Um, when he sucked in the playoffs, there was all these dudes coming after him. Well, Jordan Poole during the season had bought a date with Ice Spice for five hundred thousand dollars. This is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. And these, and I know I'm probably sounding like the old man on the on the you know on the porch. Get off my grass yeah. and all this shit, but. You're an NBA player. You're paying half a million dollars for some fucking pussy. I'll say, I'll say no, you, <laughs> hey, whatever, man. Some some gelled up woman. Yeah. Fake this, fake that, this and that. Dude, she is so NBA. Hot, well, I know, I know, but I, dude, I would if I had it. Like, but also here's the thing: it was five hundred thousand dollars, and they had to buy her like a Louis bag. No, nah, nah, take her nah, out to no, dinner. No, no, dude, no, no, no. So the podcast Candy. that I heard though, they were it was like there's a it's a two dudes that look like they're from the '90s. It's great, uh, like the the graphics and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how he goes, "You a fucking munch, dude." He goes, "You can find a girl from Brooklyn. You paid five hundred grand for a girl from Brooklyn." He goes, "You can." I- <laughs> again, I, dude, I, I'm, I'm I'm an old school dude. I'm yeah. an old dude. I just to sit here and to be an NBA star and and, and to pay in I get you know yeah you can you say hey, some people yeah you know call girls this and that yeah do whatever you got to do but to pay five hundred thousand for a, a date and and just all this other stuff and now you got to buy others man come on dude you That's really wild. you can't find a hot chick in the Bay Area. Yo, that chick who Come stared on. down Steph? I'll bet you she'll fuck Jordan Poole if he makes a, a fucking three like he did. Well, Remember that chick exactly, who stared him down? Yes, I mean, she but, was in the stands during the finals. That's my whole point. Yeah, these dudes can find 
least you used to be able to find women anywhere. Now, well, I got to have, you know, the Instagram chick. I got to oh. have the social media darling. And I'll leave that to the younger <laughs> crowd, man. I just, I don't even want to deal with that shit. Because that shit is so fucking dumb. Who's the lead singer at dumb. Kiss? Who, Gene Simmons? Gene or, Simmons. Uh, Paul Stanley? No, Gene Simmons had a thing where this dude was on a boat, and he, he saw Gene Simmons fucking just the hottest of tens you could. And then one night, sees him with, like, a big four. And the next day, he's like, Gene, I got to ask you, man, what what is going on? Because I saw what you were pulling Monday and Tuesday, and Wednesday was Wolf. And he goes, you can't have Flame Mignon every yeah. night. Well, and I was yeah, laughing. That's, 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 you know, that's <laughs> people's things. I saw uh, uh, some going around on Facebook again. It was a John Cena interview on Stern. He was talking about uh, this uh, large lady that he, he got with, you know. John Cena? Yeah. I would love uh, to hear about I, that. I'm sure you can Google it. But, I will, I'll find this later. Know, man, I'll do a solo on it. The, the dumb shit, though, like you were just saying with Jordan Poole and all these other players that are, you know, doing all this stupid shit, man. I just, I don't Waste of that. money. That's like the 500K is, for uh, dinner with uh, Jay-Z. Go get yourself a nice <laughs> woman. Exactly. I mean, it's, this is just, but, you know. There's too much built up. I, I can sit here and talk about generations and stuff, but, yeah. you know, my generation had our version of it as well. But yeah, but nowadays it's just, it's, it's just stupid, man. The it level of, of flex and all that shit is, yeah, is know, the I one mean, that's And that's, that's the crazy. problem. You know, these athletes get a little too worried sometimes about their social media flex as well, but you it's know, a big uh, income. You, I'm sure. Well, Hey, if you start dating Taylor Swift and you got half a million more jerseys of yours being sold, yeah, no and shit. you can buy a new house with stuff. security. Exactly. New house to hang out <laughs> with the chick and all this stuff. So, but also have at it. it makes sense though, that you, you put yourself in a position to have, uh, like, uh, people see you, you know, play your game. Even if you're a guy who for two years in the NFL, makes uh makes a, a a point to be seen mm-hmm. you might be able to carry that over to a career of mediocre podcasting for 10 years afterwards you know look at some of these guys who hop on other guys podcast being like oh yeah i just have connections to where we can get this guy on and they're a sub so player that fucking just played for two years but they'll be uh side guy on a main podcast and they'll fucking chat it up being like yeah when i played for denver and it mm-hmm. makes the conversation so much more relevant than right, having right, some right. random guy yep. so it's like it makes sense that like uh these guys are like kind of protective about and, and like flashy on their socials while they're in the spotlight oh, there's there's a place for it i yes, guess is what yes. i what i should say but again but, the, but also there's but, a bad but, there's an inflation but level bobby of 500K. again i'm i'm you know, I'm going to be 55 in February. It's yeah. just I'm not the demographic, <laughs> right, For that, ice that spice, any yeah, of this yeah. stuff really matters. So that's yeah, all I'm you. saying. I'm not you. the Ice Spice guy. I feel you. I just Old had to Spice it maybe, Ice Spice, I don't know. Ice Spice is gross. <laughs> I mean, I, I would. I, if I had 500K, I'd blow it in a heartbeat but that's yeah, if you had 500k you'd have a lot of if i better women than ice spice ice spice coming up to you that's what, that's what i'm saying that's where i also be like well no right. i just look to look at my inbox that'd be sick though i'd, I'd be yeah. i'd be a mess anyways vince i fucking <laughs> hey man it's, it's been a blast as always here we go dude half of it is just the hang beforehand the, and exactly. then it's always dude, where, that's what where it's always I, you know if i didn't have to get somewhere after the podcast we could definitely hang out no no you're like, good you're good dude just you know 
call my name. I'm their homeboy, so I'll definitely be back in the Blue Light Studios. And um, no, I'm gonna try to make more of a thing too. So whenever you, if you is. got something you're gonna promote, if you're gonna do things, yeah, never feel afraid to hit me up. I I appreciate that, but no, it's it's always a blast to come here. Like I say, because we talk about everything but sports, and you know we've gone down conspiracy rabbit holes. We've done <laughs> the porn. We've done this. You we've saved done it for that. last. I saved it for last. You, you did. <laughs> you did. I, you know, but, people hey, are man. gonna be like, "Oh, they're done talking gophers." All right, what's, <laughs> right. What's yeah. Exactly. Uh, but no, but, dude. No, always a blast, my friend. So uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah. It means the world. I appreciate it. Friend. Yeah. Thank you for coming, dude. I, I, again, always welcome and fucking go check out the Vince Wright podcast. Um. Uh. The sports governor fucking uh appreciate it sports done right homeboy also say hi to him at a gopher game say hi hi gov there you go you know yes, get, yes. Some, get some get some yeah, love absolutely. going but absolutely. Dude, thank you for coming on appreciate it homie thanks